Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Previously, on stories from the Grey Hill Free Company. And then he gestures to the base of the tree, and you see a hole has opened up in between the roots at the base of the tree. I walk towards the hole. As you walk, you leave him behind. You hear Tabatine say, wah, wah. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting at the base of the tree is a figure. They're sitting, like, with legs crossed, kind of like they're in meditation. You are welcome. Welcome to the drink. And welcome to Vita, she says, and she gestures around you. You have come here to bargain for the fates of two mortals. Yes, yes. Lying on the two stone slabs are the forms of that little girl and David. The years that have been given must be taken. If I were to look at my hands, Uh are they the youthful hands of a 20-year-old? Or are perhaps they now... A little bit, say, the old, like, you know, the older hands of a 30-year-old. One of the snail's eye stalks kind of, like, keeps glancing around to look at you. I think I told you wrong. Does it, is anyone as good as or better at directions than me? So Isaac Newton turns around and says, I have been known to use divination magics to discover the trajectory and journey of things. But I need something to connect me to a place or person. Why do you ask? Uh, you know how someone can have a good heart and make a big mistake? Chantel, with like a big... No, Chantel doesn't say anything. Chantel, you can see... Mm, I'll roll, actually. (laughs) Three Stump, you can see that Chantel quite clearly is hiding, is trying their darndest to hide their disappointment, but they are very upset. You're doing a very good job, Chantel. (laughs) Yeola says, are we lost, perchance? In a way, only the stale is lost. Wait, the stale thinks he knows where he's going, so he's not lost. 
Yes. <laughs> I will ask the snail to stop so that we may not get further lost. With a whip of his cloak, Sir Isaac Newton departs. The party is just very quiet. No one says anything. Chantel is kind of like sitting where you left her. She's not fallen to the floor. She was already on the floor. Chantel is sitting in front of the fireplace, kind of staring into the fire without saying anything. You can see she's still trying very hard to cover her disappointment, but it's not working. Yeola is standing near Chantel and isn't looking at you either. It's just kind of like... Maybe is like muttering to herself. You could see she, uh, you could see Yeola is like doing some mental arithmetic. Sarin wanders over to you. She probably can't reach your shoulder, but she puts like a gentle hand on the middle of your back and pats you and does like a like a soothing gesture in your back. And she says, "I am very sorry that you have." Um, let me rephrase. I'm very sorry that we are in this situation. You tried your best, but you did not succeed. You got uh, what you wanted, but not what you need. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a little poem I'm working on. I call it a yellow. <laughs> Adam, you can... <laughs> Forgive me my poetry. I let her have her poetry. Uh, grazie, grazie, grazie. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's... Uh, I... Look... Trees Dump just sort of maybe takes a sit in a corner and has a look to where no one can look at their face and they can't look at anyone else's face. It's a situation where Tree Stump would like to go be alone so they don't have to, no one has to pretend not to be disappointed in them, but they can't leave because they haven't fixed the problem yet. So it's just time to be uncomfy for a bit. Sarin goes into the kitchen. And when Seren goes into the kitchen, Sir Isaac Newton comes out. As Sir Isaac Newton comes back into the into the house, the snail, you feel it with like a little shudder, comes to a stop. Sir Isaac Newton also walks over to you. He, he doesn't have pants, but he like grabs, pinches like the hems of his robes, pulls them up a little bit. Uh, no, actually, even sitting, you're taller than him. He, he, he looks up at you. <laughs> pinches his hems and then looks up. Yeah. He looks up at you and says... I would not dwell too much upon this. Uh, to err is to, hum- is to be human. It is something that we all must do. Even I, a traveler of the plains, a master conjurer, an elemental expert, must at times be incorrect. As one learns, one makes mistakes. That is the nature of things. In any case, this is uh, a uh, not in the grand scheme of things, especially given recent events. His eyes dart towards the fireplace and back. <laughs> there are just bigger issues in front of us right now, so I would not worry too much. It is a mistake easily remedied. I must away to my divination pools. <laughs> With another whip of his robes, he turns around and walks away. Um, look, that... I guess on a surface level made me feel better. Did that help anyone else in the room? <laughs> or is the mood still pretty low? Uh, Chantel stands up, turns around to look at you. She maybe before she glances, before she walks over to you, she glances at Yeola, who kind of doesn't sh- shrugs, but with her eyes, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Chantel walks over to you. Chantel is like the only one here tall enough. 
that they look down at you when you're sitting. Chantal puts a hand on your shoulder and says, it's going to be okay. She gives like a, a squeeze, like a, like a comfortable, a comforting squeeze. And then takes her hand off your shoulder and walks into the kitchen as well. Yeola probably joins Chantel in the kitchen, and as they enter the kitchen, Serin comes out with a tray of tea and biscuits. She sets it down in front of you. Oh, thank you. I needed this. Oh, these are for me, yeah? Yeah, I see, see, see. <laughs> when I was a young, when I was a young, anytime that we had a conflict or an issue or um, a heightened emotions in my family, my, uh, my mother, she would... Uh, 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 she would ensure that we had some tea. Is it calming? Well, I think she must have been a lovely lady. Uh, she was. She was an absolute angel to have to deal with me as a kid. I was very rowdy, Saren says. What did you do? Uh, I, I would, uh, I would uh, cuss. I would uh, spit. I would uh, do uh, many things unbecoming. And the tea fixed it? I, I remember. If the heightened emotions, they were uh, rudeness or uh, insult or whatnot. My mom, she would set me aside and she would say, Sarin, Sarin, she would say, she would say, you must make a tea as an apology right now. And so I remember one time she made me make a tea for her because I, I, uh, uh, well, because of another argument, I uh, spit on something she was working <laughs> I was young, I was young, I was young. I was a little shit when I was a kid. Ooh, scusa, I still cuss. Scusa, scusa, scusa. Well, I make you some tea, so it doesn't matter. That's apology for now. <laughs> she laughs. Uh, one time she makes me, I make her a tea. But I'm mad, see? I'm a mad, I'm a little girl. I'm, I'm aggressive, I'm a fighter. I always do a fighting when I was young. And now I calm her down. I still cuss, but I don't fight no more. <laughs> anyway, I make her a tea. And then as I bring her the tea, I trip, she says, making air quotes. And then I spill the tea on her. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was very, very, very naughty when I was young. I'm glad you didn't spill anything on me. I would never. She reaches out and puts a hand on yours. I would never do that to you. Thank you. Um, we should see if Sir Isaac Newton needs any help. I think that's a good idea. Let's go. Do you have an extra cup? I bring tea. Yeah, she brought, like, teacups out for oh, everyone. good, good. She pours yourself and herself a cup of tea. You both grab them. She makes sure you've both got a biscuit. And then you head off in search of Sir Isaac Newton. You wander up the stairs into his office, maybe once again making uh, taking cares to follow the line that he marked in his workshop so you don't yep. <laughs> stray from the path. As you're walking, big tea. You spot, it's a different mirror this time. It's a little hand mirror, and it's just leaning up against, uh, uh, sorry, it's, it's in like a little cradle. So it's obviously meant, it's like a little cradle designed quite clearly, because the design is the same. The hand mirror has like a many hands reaching up and going around it to, to kind of like the top of the mirror, where there's two hands with their fingers interlaced at the top. And then the little cradle, the little holder for it, is also made out of hands which are like holding it up. In that mirror, you get a quick glance at yourself and the mirror version of you puts her finger to her lips and says, shh, and then gestures for you to come closer. You can come closer without leaving the line. Like, go a bit close. Like, I'm staying on the line. I know, I, I know what I'm allowed to do, and this seems allowed. The mirror tree stump gestures to a bookshelf past her you can't actually see it in the reflection but you can see that she's gesturing to a bookshelf maybe she mouths the word bookshelf 
you see her mouth the word, and then she says, "There's a map in the bookshelf." But but that but we can't read. It's a map. You can read pictures. That's what we do. I can read pictures, but they're not very good at going directions. And that's how would I know what the towns are? But I don't know what the towns are. But that's what the map is for. The map tells you. The map will be pictures, but how will I know which is which? Every town is just houses. But we've been to the town. We'll know the houses. How do I? But all the they're too small. I'm big. How will no, I know? No, but they'll be big. How how big's the map? All right, hang on. Have you ever seen a map? Surely, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if we've seen a map before, then we've read a map before. I don't know if I read it. I just looked at it. I think we read it. Yeah, but someone told me what the places were. You clearly don't remember as well as I do. Oh, I have been making mistakes today. <laughs> Maybe you should listen to me instead. I was told I wasn't allowed to. Oh, by who? By Sir Isaac Newton. Maybe. Well, he he was wrong too. When was he wrong? He's never been wrong in his life. <laughs> he went the wrong <gasps> no, way. No, he said he made me mistakes as well. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> What if it's a mistake to not get the map? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Sarin. Sarin. I'm tricking me. Sarin looks at the mirror you were looking at, then looks at you and says, is there something wrong? I was trying to play a trick on me from the mirror. I do not not know what you mean. I don't know why I do that. I love me. Can we go away now, please? <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you come to a section of the laboratory where there are many basins. You recognize they're not exactly, they're not like identical to the one that you saw Tavertine and her deck holding, but they're in like similar shapes with similar like appearance and obvious function to them. Like they'd all be about as shallow as each other. And they've all got about as much water as they had. You see other things here, though. You see crystal balls. You see pendulums and pendants. You also see a giant, massive funnel. That It's a comically large funnel that is slowly dripping water into a jar small and so small that your thumb would not fit into it. And it's, and it's working? Yeah, it's slowly dripping uh, it, by drip, 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 just a single drop into the jar. This would probably be suspended slightly above you. And in here, you see Sir Isaac Newton with a crystal ball in one hand, a pendulum in the other. The pendulum's hovering over a piece of paper. The pendulum seems to be tracing little patterns on the piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And Sir Isaac Newton is gazing into one of the pools of water. He doesn't notice you as you approach, ironically. Do you need the hand? I got the ah! <laughs> Sorry. Ah, it's it's all right. When one opens thy third eye, thy might find that the other two close. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, I was engrossed upon my studies. Okay. How may I help you? Well, how may I help you? We just want to see if you need a hand or a cup of tea. I'm good for tea, thank you very much, but I could me? use hmm? nothing. No, please. I asked if you were good for me. No, why would I? What do you mean? That does. Uh, it's okay, never mind. 
You said you were good for tea. I said to lie, you're good for... Oh, I see. It's a pun. A play on words. Very clever, he says. Oh, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Please forgive me then. I don't understand. Anyway, uh, you might be able to help me yet. You have seen this forest, have you? Yes. Been there? Yes. Certainly that is how we met. Do you have, perchance, something from the forest? Do I have something from the forest? Even something as simple as a branch or leaf. I don't brush my hair and I, I'm so tall I do hit the trees. Um, I start looking in my head for a leaf that looks familiar. Uh, well, I'm trying to think what you have on you, what we gathered. I mean, you've got that, that, that water walking ring. I mean, that was acquired while we were in the forest at some point. Yeah, um, I, I can... Th- the, oh, the, I, the spear you've got was in a tomb. Was that near the forest? Uh, that spear came from a place in the forest, yes. You could use a okay. spear, I guess. Did it have to be made in the forest? Because I found this in the forest. I take out my spear. Um, If it is made of wood that comes from a forest, then that would be most useful. Hmm. But anything connected to the forest itself would be ideal... Did you find this in the forest or something adjacent to the forest? I found this in the forest. Mm, well, then it should be good enough. Please pass it to me. <laughs> I do. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Over the years, our beautiful and talented artist Nathan Davis has created stellar artwork far greater than the utter bullshit it's been associated with. And for 10 years, we've been occasionally badgered with comments like, Hey, this artwork is great. I'd love to have this as the background on my phone. Or, man, this looks really cool. It sure would be neat to have that as my desktop if only it was available somewhere. And come on, guys, you you have the artwork. It's right there. It's... It shouldn't be this hard. 
Well, do I have some good news for you. For at least a dollar, you can download the perfect desktop wallpaper for your computer or that little Google machine you've got there right from our website, sanspansradio.com slash shop, and click the downloads icon. We've currently got several wallpaper packs available, but do check back often as I'm sure we'll add more, maybe in a further 10 years. So once again, that's sanspansradio.com slash shop and click that downloads icon. Can I feel around in my hair for like old twigs or leaves that... Highs or lows? Highs. No, unfortunately, you recently did your yearly hairbrush. Oh, what are the odds? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Big T, but you feel your head and you remember you're bald. <laughs> oh, I shaved it for maintenance again. That's why I'm cold. Oh, no. And Sir Isaac Newton was going to buy you these beautiful combs for your hair. <laughs> but I was going to sell all my hair so I could buy him these beautiful combs. Yeah. That's not how That's that not how that... Yeah, that but, like, that's only... so much funnier, though. <laughs> He, I think it's he sells his lovely suit to buy her combs and she sells her lovely hair to buy him like a tie for his mm. suit. A tie or cufflinks or something like cufflinks, that. Cufflinks, yeah. yeah. But I like that they're both buying each other combs. Yeah. That's lovely. So, they're, yeah, so they're, each it's, it's, one it's is a buying the other one a gift. Folk giving each other combs. And they're both beautiful. trying to buy the other one a gift as opposed to mm. one of them is buying something and the other one's getting them the money for the gift. <laughs> Which is an infinitely funnier version. <laughs> oh, it is way po- funnier. It's way, no, pocket watch, pocket watch. It's a gold pocket chain watch. for a pocket watch. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway. And that has been our poor remembrance of the gift of the Magi. And with that, I've been Adam. I've been Cass. And I've been Joel. We had never done this on D&D's for that. That's upsetting. I feel like I've got to end this episode. Anyway. It's all been... Whatever the equivalent of finishing for a Pavlov is. <laughs> Someone says, well, I've been this person. You're like, oh, and I have too. Bye. <laughs> I guess we have to go now. I have to finish now. I have to tell you who I am and leave. <laughs> yeah. Big T. You hand the spear over to Sir Isaac Newton. Sir Isaac Newton lays the spear down on the table before him. He wraps it up in some of the papers that are just around him. And he then kind of like starts running his hands up and down along the spear, saying magical, magical words. As he's saying these words of arcane power, you see that the words, the little letters and numbers and whatnot on the pieces of paper that wrap around the spear begin to float up into the air. Like the ink is just flying away. Slowly, each of the different letters begins to form sentences in front of Sir Isaac Newton. As he does that, Sir Isaac Newton starts saying, yes, yes, yes. The words begin resolving into sentences, which begin resolving into paragraphs. Sir Isaac Newton throws out a hand towards you and Sirin and says, I need ink, ink quill and paper. Uh, can I say any? I look around. Yeah, it's all over the place. Oh. Done. Okay. I give it to him. <laughs> he starts writing down. You can see that he's making a copy of the words in front of him. He's not, he's like maintaining focus on it, not looking away. He throws the piece, of, he like fills the piece of paper with writing, throws it aside and calls out, Paper! 
And I assume you give him the piece oh, yeah. of paper? Race around, do that. He writes again and again and again until he fills several pages of the script that is coming before you. And then finally, ah, he lets out like a giant sigh and the words all fall to the ground. That's a lot of ink I'm going to have to clean up later, he says. <laughs> but no matter. He starts snatching up the pieces of paper. These are instructions upon how to get to your destination. Brilliant. I must take these to the snail. Sir Isaac Newton dashes forwards. You look out the window. You see it's nighttime. When did that happen? Moments later, the snail begins kind of rumbling in a different direction. As Sir Isaac Newton is rushing off as well, Sirin gives you like a really proud look and says, We did well. We did help, didn't we? We did. We did help. You helped. You had a spear. I did not have a spear. You had the wherewithal to grab a pen. I made a cup of tea, she says. You did make a cup of tea. It's a good cup of tea. It's good, right? I'm not Uh, lying. (laughs) It is. It's all right. Yeah, it's it's a good cup of tea. Just a good cup of tea. Oh, thank God. Imagine if it sucked. (laughs) Imagine someone being like, this is what I do to help people. And then you take a sip and you're like, this is piss. I can't. This is just human wastewater. All right. So you spend the next couple of days traveling towards the forest. Does it look like it's worked? Well, eventually, like maybe after one or two days, you just spot the tree line in the distance. So you can tell that you are now going in the right direction. And they look like the right trees and everything. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the days I've got my head out the window, we're all looking. I'm like, this is where I was trying to go. But (laughs) I can't imagine that would land well. So that, that just lands. Over those days, fire does not shut up. <laughs> About? <laughs> Anything. Fire, oh. fire just talks and talks and talks and talks. She is so, she's passionate about everything. I'll if, talk with her. If she's having dinner, it's the best dinner she's ever had. If she gets up in the morning, she's had the best dreams of her life. If you... Play a game of dragon chess with her. It's the most exciting game of dragon chess in her entire life. Everything feels like both A, the first time she's ever done it, and B, the best time it will ever be. Well, I hope it continues at this trajectory, otherwise her life's going to be very sad. You get no impression that this is not just her personality. You feel like she's just hopelessly optimistic. And the physical happy. embodiment of happy to be here. The only time you get anything other than blanket positivity is when you talk about her home. If that ever comes up, she obviously gets a bit dejected. And you can see, you know how I described her as like a little being of fire? Yeah. It's like, it's like from a big red flame, she becomes just a little blue one. Oh, she gets blue talking about home. It's the only time you see her being anything other than relentlessly positive. Well, I don't bring it up. That seems mean. Yeah, it doesn't. It if you don't bring it up, no one else is bringing it up, so it doesn't come up very often. Maybe Sir Isaac Newton every now and then probes her with a question, just trying to figure out where she comes from, and she gets sad during that. And maybe a few times she might she might mention like how something reminds her of home or something like that, but it doesn't come up very often. I'd like to collect information about the things she says about her home. Okay, has she said anything about the? I don't know what a particular thing she liked about it or a feature. Like what are some notable things that she's mentioned about home? Um, it was, 
Uh, it was like a big one, um, like a big fire. Um, and it was a fireplace, but it wasn't like three walls a fireplace. It was like all open a fireplace with a chimney up on top that was in the roof. Um, and it was a wood fireplace. Um, they never put coal, um, which is good because I don't like coal. It's stinky. It smells bad. I don't like it. I'll make sure we don't ever give you cold tea. Just wood is good. Thank you. Okay. Um, uh, and sometimes there was a dog, a big shaggy dog, and it would come and it would lie by the fire. And um, sometimes I'd blow little little sparks out of the fire at the dog's nose for fun, and the dog would sneeze, um, and that's what, it. What color was the dog? Uh, it was, um, uh, it might have been red, but that might have just been the fire. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. You've got this. You've got and this. Then, You're narrowing it yeah. down. And then sometimes there was a cat, and the cat was big. It was as big as the dog, and the dog was big, and the dog was as big as a person, but not like a big person, the ones that I saw. It was like as big as a regular person. Um, and the cat was as big as the dog and the dog was as big as a person. Uh, and I think that cat was a panther. So the, so the cat was black? No. What color was the cat I think cat it was then? red, but that might have been the fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't believe I got you with that. <laughs> Uh, that's about... Uh, yeah, there's the... only so much any of us can take. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eventually, after, we'll say, like, four days, you get to the tree line where the, the Badlands kind of just suddenly stops and then the forest begins. When you get to that point, Sir Isaac Newton calls you all over and he says, It has been a pleasure traveling with you. I, in these days, have come to call you... Friends, and I hope you feel the same. Only in these last days. Well, I... Uh, what? <laughs> That's in Tree Stump's head. Sorry. Well, I thought I... he was a friend as soon as I met him. <laughs> That's a bit quick. <laughs> My heart is open. There's no door. That's, that's why you're not allowed to talk to the mirrors. <laughs> that makes sense. My heart is open even for tricky me. And it is with that statement that I say that I have a heavy heart in that I must leave you. The snail on which my home rests unfortunately cannot conduct itself within the tree line, at least not without causing much distress to the denizens of the forest. And as much a powerful wizard as I am, I do not fuck with tree spirits. That's fair enough. It's scary. And thus, I will bid you good day and best luck. I wish to give each of you something to help you on your journeys. Here it is. My business card. <laughs> yes. One to each of you. Uh, that was too easy, Cass. Uh, what do they even say? Uh, it, uh, it's blank on both sides. How do I use it? If you hold it in your hands and conjure a mental image of me, 
It will open up a telepathic link, no matter where I might be in the multiverse, or even if I'm cooking. Um, and you may ask of me anything you might wish, or if it is within my power, I may even come to aid you in a situation. It is uh, a rare gift of mine. I do not give it out lightly, so do not use it lightly. Tree Stump shuts their open mouth. They were definitely not about to ask if this means we can just call up and have a cup of tea. But... Uh, the magic contained within the card allows for uh, a consistent use. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is I owe you a favor, but... Uh, well, I don't owe you a favor. There's no favors between friends. But anyway, should you at all ever wish to just speak with me as well, you may use the card to do that. I'm always up for a cup of tea and a biscuit. Oh, it's like you read my mind. It is, he says. (laughs) Anyway. That's scary. I sense that there is time important duties that you must attend to. I wish you good luck in these. And please, never forget your friend, Sir Isaac Newton! (laughs) Uh, With that last shattering thunder, the snail and the shell upon it disappear and you're just standing in front of the forest, all of you. Does it feel like we fell? No. It just feels like you were always standing on the ground. Well, uh, this is our stop. Sarin says, let us go forward in the search of our good friend. And, <laughs> and Glopul, she says. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's a kidding. He's a joke. It's a joke. Because we know Glopul better than we know Tavatine. Oh, I'm getting so good at jokes. <laughs> I wonder if I was just playing a joke on myself. Maybe it was a silly mm. map in the mirror. Yeola starts walking forwards. Um, I'll, I think I might know the way. I've been... Um, oh, I do. Everyone's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy for someone else to <laughs> You look at everyone who's just giving you a very blank expression <laughs> until you get to fire who's looking at you like almost thumbs up like yeah <laughs> <laughs> no you can you can go I don't want to be a directions hog Yeola leads the way which was a good decision oh thank god <laughs> meanwhile Gluppel yeah Tavertine slowly helps you to your feet. <sighs> I need to quickly roll as well for a special something something. Oh, yeah. a special something something. Yeah, I've got a, a neat surprise. Oh. Oh, lucky. Mm, okay, that could be worse. <laughs> this is surprisingly went well for them, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Tavatine helps you to your feet. Mm. He looks very concerned at you. Uh, and then he hands you a like a walking not not cane. Yes. A walking frame. Oh. <laughs> it is Ew. it is made out of it's made out of one piece of wood. It does not look like Tavertine got this for you. This absolutely looks like a grey dove creation. Alright. Am I how old has can I how hard was it to get up, basically? I'm trying to, like, ascertain. You needed Tavertine's help to get up. Mm-hmm. Can I walk? 
You can walk with the frame. Yeah. Well, find out what other surprises are in store for Glopple. Tune in next time for Stories of the Grey Hill Free Company. I've run out of content from my favourite fuckos, Sans Pants Radio. If only they had digital downloads I could acquire and listen to, with many of them having a choose price option so I could swindle them by choosing zero dollars. Oh shit, they do? I just gotta head to sanspantsradio.com slash shop, click on downloads and peruse all the garbage they have on offer and then give them nothing? Well, dreams can come true. Thanks, sanspantsradio.com slash shop for letting me take advantage of you and not setting a minimum spend, you dumb fucks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery. <laughs>